Hey guys, thank you for joining us at the Fantasy Waiver Wire. This is the best ads for week 12. Okay, so like we've mentioned a bunch of times already, I mean, Rondell Moore, Michael Gallup, and Tony Pollard all need to be added. They needed to be added, you know, months ago. So if they're still available, go get them. We're going to assume that they aren't available though. So we're going to start with number 10, Nick Westbrook. With Julio Jones on IR and AJ Brown banged up, not to mention, you know, no Derrick Henry, the Titans desperately need someone to step up. It looked like that might be Marcus Johnson after his big week 10, but then he went down with a hamstring injury. So Sunday, it was all about Westbrook and his chance to step up. Westbrook was third on the team in targets behind Brown and Hilliard, who had eight. And while that was just 15% of the target share, it was still good to see. He did plenty with those targets as he put together his third game with double-digit fantasy points in PPR. Westbrook hasn't been great this season, but he's got an opportunity to step up here, especially if Brown is out, and he did that this Sunday. In deeper leagues, see what he's got. At number nine, we're dipping back in with the Titans. We're going Dontrell Hilliard. Dontra Foreman was a pretty big letdown in this one with just 25 yards on his seven carries. He only had five fantasy points in PPR. And Adrian Peterson wasn't much better. He only had 40 rushing yards, and he had 6.5 PPR points. The surprise of the day for the Titans was actually Hilliard. He stepped up in the Jeremy McNichols role. Hilliard rushed for 35 yards on seven carries and added eight catches for 47 yards. He was targeted a team high 10 times. Hilliard is in his fourth season. He stumbled a little bit with the Cleveland Browns. So to say this performance was a surprise is really underselling it because he wasn't really known for this at Tulane or in Cleveland, obviously. However, if McNichols doesn't return in week 12, Hilliard could be used again as maybe a flex. We always try and find a tight end here for this list, and this week it's going to be Adam Trotman. He's our 8th best add. New Orleans sophomore tight end has quietly been picking it up as of late. He now has 27 targets over his past 4 games with 5 receptions in back-to-back games. Trotman also scored his first touchdown of the year this week. His schedule is favorable moving forward with matchups against the Bills, Cowboys, and Jets, and he's worth the add in deeper leagues. If you need to stream somebody, he is this week's Dan Arnold, and sorry about that last call, Dan Arnold zero points. At number seven, we're going to be getting a little tricky here and we're going to be picking up Sony Michelle. So yes, the Rams were on a bye week and yes, he is the definite backup to Darrell Henderson. However, Michelle would be treated as a top five handcuff if Henderson did go down. And this is for fantasy managers who don't roster Henderson as well. In the one game that Henderson missed this year, Michelle saw a combined 23 touches. Next up, Matt Breida. The running back rotation in Buffalo has been absolutely awful in the last two games, and Breida saw his most action of the season in Week 10, where he gained 50 yards with two touchdowns and three catches. In mop-up role against the Colts, because, you know, that was an absolute blowout, Breida gained 67 combined yards with a catch on six touches. Go pick up Matt Breida because he might be the back to have in the playoffs. Ty Johnson is our number five ad this week. We knew this was coming with the Michael Carter injury. Hopefully it's not too serious. He exited this week against the Dolphins and his status is still worth monitoring throughout the week. If Carter misses any time forward like I'm expecting him to, it would likely be Johnson who sees an additional role for the Jets. Tevin Coleman should be expected to see some touches in the scenario, but not a whole bunch. Johnson's pass catching role is what's going to keep him fantasy relevant because the 25-year-old has a plus matchup in week 12 against the Texans. Perfect time for Wilson to return and a perfect time for him to get the start. The Jacksonville Jaguars? He finished with 20 touches for a combined 58 yards and one catch. Wilson also missed out on a touchdown opportunity because Jimmy G just missed him in the first half. We don't expect Mitchell's injury to keep him out too long, but in a Shanahan offense, if you're hot, you're the guy. He is definitely a buy cheap and hold candidate for your playoff run. Number three, Cedric Wilson. So like I said last week, Amari Cooper is out for at least three weeks. CeeDee Lamb left with a concussion. Technically, players have to be in concussion protocol for five days, which makes CeeDee Lamb ineligible for Thanksgiving. If both he and Amari Cooper are out for Thanksgiving, that leaves Michael Gallup 
and Cedric Wilson. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, we're going to assume Michael Gallup isn't available, so you need to get Cedric Wilson. As a result of C.D. Lamb leaving early and there being no Cooper, Wilson saw a bump in chances on Sunday. He had four catches for 36 yards on seven targets. Now for Thursday, I expect starting snaps for Cedric Wilson, so you can fire him up as a flex or a wide receiver three. At number two, I've got Cam Newton. I mentioned Cam last week in the earlier waiver wire report. He played well in his first start. He had 235 combined yards with three scores, and with Carolina taking on the Dolphins in week 12, Newton is a suitable replacement for Murray or Mahomes owners. The Panthers defense struggled to get Washington off the field over the last two and a half quarters of the game, which cost Newton even more chances to score more fantasy points. Plus, Carolina failed to convert on two fourth downs in the fourth quarter. The Panthers play at home against Miami and the Falcons over the next two weeks. And our number one waiver wire ad, assuming he's available, is Elijah Moore. Conventional wisdom is that rookie wide receivers tend to break out in the second half of the season, and Elijah Moore is doing just that. The Jets' second rounder entered Sunday's game with 195 yards and three touchdowns on 20 targets in his previous three games. Playing with third-string Joe Flacco, Moore was the star of the Jets' offense. He led the team with 11 targets on a 28% target share, and he turned that into eight catches for 141 yards and a touchdown. It was a career-high in catches and his first 100 game ever, and now he has 336 yards on 24 catches over his past four games. That's 13.1 PPR points in each game. I'm expecting Moore to be the legitimate number one wide receiver for the Jets moving forward. That's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking us out. Please make sure to like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts at the Fantasy Waiver Wire. Thanks, and have a great week 12.